It is time for another edition of Hotspot Hamilton, of course, talking about the great renaissance that the city is going through. For years, we talked about turning the corner, finally happening. Uh, lots of benefits, of course, with, uh, of course, the revitalization of Hamilton, but also some concerns. Uh, some citizens in our city utilize low-income housing. Right now, let's bring in Tom Hunter, CEO, City Housing Hamilton Corporation, the largest player in our area and one of the many housing providers in the city. Uh, Tom, thanks very much for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Perhaps uh, you can start by explaining what is the objective of, C- of City Housing Hamilton Corporation? What's the idea behind this? What are you trying to do? Yeah, thanks, Scott. The, the focus with uh, City Housing Hamilton is to provide uh, housing, well-maintained housing to the uh, safe housing to our residents of, of Hamilton who typically have lower incomes. Uh, and with the success that the city is 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 uh, a part of now, and, and the renaissance per se, are are those challenges changing? I mean, do you see the landscape changing in your world as well as the rest of us do when we look at at, at Hamilton uh, finally, of course, getting traction? Yeah, absolutely, and I and I think that's happening on on many levels. Uh, one certainly is what we're seeing at. Uh, the support from our respective governments towards housing, certainly at the municipal level, at the provincial level, the federal level, potentially with the housing strategy. So we certainly see there's there's that focus on housing, and with City Housing Hamilton as one of the uh, as the largest provider of social housing, a real focus for us is the the, the development redevelopment of of our housing of our properties, really providing. Uh, continue to provide a higher, higher quality housing to the residents. And also there's, there's, you know, not only is it the bricks and mortar in, in housing, but it's also what are we doing for the residents? Hmm. You know, as, as part of this renaissance, as you're saying, and, and as, uh, you know, the population needs change and, and, and they alter, what do we do differently to best support, you know, our, our residents in our buildings so that they can, c- can, they can succeed? Whenever uh, we hear of cities going through what Hamilton is going through right now, uh, and this city is no different, inevitably we hear the word gentrification, uh, those being priced out, those that that can't afford to live in this new city. And and oddly enough, there's uh, something in the press today about how, you know, many Canadians can't afford to live in the major cities uh, of this country anymore because... You know, we just think of the same thing as New York or Los Angeles. You know, the average person uh, would have a hard time uh, uh, living there as well. How do you balance gentrification with the growth that we're seeing? Absolutely. So I I think to to frame one of the kind of statements that we've used with with the development of our properties in, in the West Harbor, you know, we want to view social housing not as a liability, but as a vibrant part of the community. So I think if you start from that context, it really helps you to determine, you know, what is from a housing perspective, you know, what is the the need in that community? How does that housing best work, best fit in that community? And so when we were looking at uh, 500 McNabb, which is, you know, right down on the West Mm -hmm. Harbor, beautiful property, you know, that sits right there on on the brink of of the water's edge, Mm. you know, that the... uh, you know, our, our board, and I think you know, very rightfully so, decided that we want to keep that property, we want to keep that affordable housing in the, the North End. Then our work was, well, then how do we, what do we do with that building to create the highest quality of living 
possible for the people who are going to be there. So that's that's what we are kind of focusing on. That's we play our our role is you know what does that community need, and then how can we best meet that need from a housing perspective and supports for residents. How do uh how do you avoid the development taking over? You talked about McNabb Street, fabulous location. Right. Um, many may say, not the place for that sort of housing. You could put something else there that would generate a lot more revenue. There's a perfect example of mixed housing right there that's already there. How, how do you keep that there? And, and that's that, that 500 is a point where we are keeping yeah, affordable yeah. housing there. And then no, close by is, is Jamesville. There's a five acre property there that uh, you know our board has approved development. And that's, that is an opportunity where we will be working with developers, but it could be a not-for-profit group, it could be a private group, mm-hmm. it could be a combination. But when we put out our request for the proposals to the community, that what we're going to be very clear about is we want to see that a, a development that ref- reflects the community around it. There could be the potential for social enterprise for you know residents within our buildings. We want you know a design that that suits this uh, streetscape. You know we want it to be envir- uh, energy efficient. So we can help set those parameters for what the housing is going to look like, regardless of who that development is happening with. When we see uh, newer neighborhoods and and urban expansion and sprawl or suburban sprawl, whatever you want to call it, and and there's a developer building a new uh, however many units, wherever, we normally see now it's not uncommon that you will see houses, you will see townhouses, you'll see, uh, you know, a a low-story rental unit. You will see all kinds of mixed housing in newer developments. When we're reinvesting in uh, areas in the city that are already developed or, uh, or different infields like that, are we, are we using the same approach? We are. So I can use Jamesville as another example. So right now, what's on that site is you know, 91 three-bedroom townhouses. Mm-hmm. So, that, so from a development perspective and from the needs of residents and needs of community, what, what can work? You know, uh, we, can, we can take that five acres, we can intensify it, we can make it mixed use as th- those different factors can help change that to, to better suit everybody's you know, needs and what they would like. Uh, what are your concerns at city housing as the city moves through this boom, if you want to call it that? Yeah. So, I think for for, for us, it's it's um, we, we don't we don't want you know uh, uh, more people to not have access to to housing, mm-hmm. right? I you know I believe housing is a right. Yeah. So how do we as an organization play a key role in ensuring you know that 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 is available at least at the current level, if not more. You know, so and, and uh, our our council in Hamilton has made the fifty million dollar commitment through the poverty reduction fund. You know, to twenty million of that will be going to you know city housing Hamilton, a million to help keep units overturned, a million per year to help keep our units turned over so that they're available to rent, and then two million for the next five years, so ten million for new housing. So mm-hmm. that's really part of our responsibility to look at how we ensure that uh, that housing is available to really optimize the number of people that we can provide housing to. Uh, I remember when the mayor was talking about this uh, in the last couple of weeks or so and the $50 million investment into affordable housing. Um, Some have said that they would have liked to have seen that spread out a little bit more. That being said, $50 million sounds like a lot until, of course, you have to attack a project and then it gets sucked up pretty quickly. Is that enough to make a dent in, in these properties? So I, I think it sounds like a lot does, but 
that that's right. It 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 is a dent. But I think what's just as important is really the meaning behind that mm-hmm. that that delivery of those dollars. And you know, if a municipal government, if your city government can put you know their their you know commitment to to that type of you know, financing and dollars for housing, mm-hmm. you know, then I think then we can ask our provincial governments and our federal governments of, of the same. So to me, it's, it won't, it, it won't solve our problem, but I certainly think it's reflective of, uh, you know, council that is supportive of housing. What are you hearing from this community? What are their biggest concerns as this city continues to grow? So if, if I if I look at that from from a housing perspective, it really is it is about the access to mm-hmm. to housing, and when we look at what's happening, you know, in the, with the with the housing market, right, as costs increase, people's ability to purchase housing is is more of a challenge, you know, and and therefore you know it's maintain you know in being in a rental property, and then that really kind of makes that market smaller so the the vacancy rate in, in apartments across the city is lower so that puts pressure on all uh, on all providers of not only you know of um social housing but also uh, you know affordable lower and affordable housing uh where are these units coming from i mean we've heard stories that you know they haven't built an apartment building in in ontario in years uh the rental stock that is being used are people who have bought condos as investments and renting them out which keeps these people completely out of the picture where do the units come from if we're not building any apartments or anything that seems to be specifically directed for that? I think it comes on, it comes on two fronts. You know, to, to the ability that we have more dollars to be, maintain our units to com, com, to turn them over more quickly. Right. So so that's where that what for us for that uh, poverty reduction fund we, another million. Sorry, go ahead. No, another million a year really helps us to keep those units turned over faster and available. And then certainly when when um, another strategy that we've taken at City Housing Hamilton is we have very old uh, single and semi 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 detached home stock right so we are are, are selling that and then that ev- allows us to build right. you know, more more units so for one home that we sell we have the potential to let's say build one and a half as you just simply restructure everything yeah. Yeah. Uh, you talked about turnover is there lots of turnover is that the objective here so in and out or a place to live uh, it, for us it's uh, you know we want to meet the need for people who require housing at this point in time but ideally in time we would like you know we would like to see those individuals to to move on to a you know different type of, of right. housing you know as as they perhaps uh, you know secure move employment up. right then that uh, can change for them is there a pressure to move on is there a pressure to move out are there those that use this for a long-term solution you know i i think that's for for from my perspective and with with city housing hamilton you know our role is to provide that housing and when somebody is there to provide the supports that we need we also do you know uh, try and partner with other agencies that can perhaps assist you know those residents who want to move on to something different Mm -hmm. but really right where we are right now the focus point is really about optimizing the units that we have available for for the city uh what about repairs and the conditions of some of these buildings that uh, so that that is a key goal, a key focus for city housing. No question. You know we have we do have units that aren't available for for rent because we don't have the maintenance. You know to turn them over, and uh, you know when people leave those units, they're in a, you know a, a spectrum of, mm-hmm. of conditions that we mm-hmm. need to to address. To, but and also you know with with for something with the, a house, you know if there's a foundation or a townhouse, once you start to get into foundations, those are significantly you know expensive repairs, and uh, you know the dollars right 
now are just not there to cover off. All and that I guess work. that's one of the main reasons the mayor decided to go in this direction with this is that there was so much stock there that just wasn't being used at this point because Absolutely. it's not in a livable condition. That's right. uh, is this enough to help that to get that up and running to get to to free up stock that that isn't being used right now? What we've what we've shared with with our board, uh, and, and this isn't you know this isn't precise, but we have said to them at City Housing we would require 1.8 to 2 million to you know to keep the units uh, maintained to turnover. So a million is certainly a step in the right direction. Hmm. As you look forward, as this city continues to grow, where do you see this issue five years from now? Do you still do you, do you still see the needs and the wants? Will everything progress? Or do you think as the, ch- as the city's changing and going through this, this metamorphosis that this is a time to make some substantial change? I, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> if, if, if five years, if it's changed significantly, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I guess I really have to, I, I, you know, it is something that, you know, takes time and, and will take time, yeah. you know, to do. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned before there's what we can do, you know, around, you know, from the building structure perspective but also you know even with our residents right if we're looking at you know how we really want to change the face of of social housing it is about you know even changing how how we fund individuals in our units so maybe it's just it's not about you know rent geared to income maybe it's more about a a, about a portable housing benefit and so there's different ways that maybe we even can support but that those legislative changes take time what about our attitude on this with the rest of society? Are we paying more attention to this? Are we, are we so busy watching Hamilton grow that we're neglecting this? Or are we concerned about this as we grow? So from what I know with, with in Hamilton, it is a concern. And when I, the other uh, housing providers who I, I work with, other not-for-profits, you know, this, this is a focus. It is, it is about, you know, how do we, you know, best support individuals where they're living? How do we, you know, best create uh, housing that will sustain and, and, and be, you know, better adapted for the future? So uh, I can just use an example. There's, there's a lot of work around kind of energy efficiency in our housing to help keep me uh, maintenance costs down uh, over the future you know so that it does allow us to sustain this stock but when you look at that energy efficient not only is it good from a you know from a maintenance perspective but it's very good from a quality of life perspective too when you, when, when you have more energy efficient design uh, within your building so there's a, there's a double benefit and you know f- there's just so much talk in housing now about how we can achieve that that I really do think that that will help change the face of housing what about nimbyism and the stigma around this uh, sounds great, but not in my backyard. Are we getting over that? So, Especially know, when we talk about these mixed housing developments. Right. And, and so, you know, that I, I'm not, you know, completely kind of informed on, on that. Yeah. And, and I would say that in, it, from my time in housing, you know, we, we have worked with are within the develop, you know, within the properties that we have, or the transferring of city properties to city housing, Hamilton. So it's not like we've kind of moved into a completely new neighborhood right. for for housing. Perhaps mm. as we look at some of the future developments, get more of a sense of, of how that is. But when when we were doing the work for for 500 McNabb and Jamesville in the community there, you know, b- before we had landed on maintaining, you know, 500 McNabb, there there was a lot of comments about, you know, you know, city housing, Hamilton city, you know, city of Hamilton, you need to be you know, kind of responsive to what our community needs and, mm. and what should be there. So it certainly is, it, it, when, when we look at what we need to plan, what we need to do, you need to be you know, conscious of, of the neighborhood and what is the need there. 
Joining us has been Tom Hunter, CEO, City Housing Hamilton Corporation, another edition of Hotspot Hamilton. And of course, as the city continues to grow, how do we make sure that no one gets left behind and there is housing sustainable? And of course, for all of those involved. Tom, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Really appreciate this. Thanks, Scott.